Hey friends, welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kinsey Dozinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach. And this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. I'm so thankful you're joining me again today for part two of our conversation on honoring your father and mother. And speaking of being thankful, I've been intentional about gratitudes during the month of November for the past three years, and it's really incredible how this simple act of reflecting on what we're thankful for can do to shift our perspectives in much-needed ways. I know that's true, at least for me, and it changes the way that I view even day-to-day things and kind of look for what I'm thankful for during my day. But today, I'm especially grateful for the internet and technology because it's allowed me to get to know my listeners in a way I wouldn't otherwise. So when you all first sign up for my email list, I send out a series of questions for you to answer so that I can get to know you guys better. And I received an email this past week from a listener in Honduras who stumbled upon the podcast, which is just so fun. She's newly married, newly expecting, and serving as a missionary with her husband in Honduras. So thank you, listener, for taking the time to introduce yourself. I hope you're having a great week. So last week, we talked about honoring our fathers and mothers when we come from good upbringings. And today, we're continuing our conversation by talking about how to honor our mothers and fathers when we didn't come from the best upbringings. Before we do, though, this podcast is brought to you by my free research-based relationship quiz. Have you ever wanted a professional insider's look at your relationship? Well, I've created a short quiz that lets you in on the state of your relationship based on four different components of marital health. After taking the quiz, you'll receive an immediate score, plus a description of your score will be sent straight to your inbox, followed by one action step, next steps to take, and one prayer for your marriage. To get in on that free resource, just visit bravemarriage.com quiz. Again, that's bravemarriage.com slash quiz. Okay, so for those of you who would say, I had a pretty crummy upbringing, how do you honor your father and mother? Well, that's a loaded question. And as I've discerned how far to dive into it, it's one I won't fully answer on today's episode, but I do hope to give you some things to think about and a solid place to start. So first, some tendencies of this group. Those in this camp are more likely than others to grow up with hurts or wounds, and those can often turn into resentment rather than respect. That is, until they've worked through their childhood. They're more likely to think back on their upbringing and perceive it negatively, and I'm certain for valid reasons. But like we talked about last week, they are also likely to have a skewed view of their parents, viewing them as all bad. As a result, those with not the best upbringings tend to do one of three things. Some simply commit to doing the exact opposite of what their parents did, but not out of a healthy place, but more out of a sticking it to their parents kind of place. Others reach adulthood in peering indifferent, but more accurately, they're hardened to their experience and have low to no motivation when it comes to achieving a healthy sense of self but a few consciously choose to do the work that they need to do to reconcile their past, to heal from past hurts, and to do things differently than their parents did with intentionality and determination. 
And I suspect if this was your background and you're listening to this podcast, you likely fall in this third category. So if you're someone who identifies more so in this camp, what I first want you to do is identify your tendency thus far in your life. Are you someone who swung the opposite way as your parents? Are you somewhat resentful or embittered by your upbringing? Or are you someone who's been intentional or wants to be intentional about doing things differently? And with that in mind, here are three ways to honor your father and mother as adults in a way that gives appropriate weight to their role in your life. And as you listen in, I just want you to keep an open mind. I know that this is a cookie-cutter way of explaining it, um, and it's the best I can do on a podcast without having the opportunity to sit with you and know all the nuances and speak more directly into your experience. But again, I hope this gives you a good place to start. Number one, acknowledge the good. What character qualities do your parents have that you admire? What were they good at? Think of the one-dimensional parent versus the three-dimensional parent we just talked about last week in terms of seeing them as having more than just one role. Did you consciously choose the way you do marriage and family life? Are you resilient like nobody's business? As someone has said before, and I share it kind of tongue-in-cheek, not literally, okay, but it's been said, if you're going to blame your parents for what they did wrong, then also blame them for what they did right. Who are you today because of your experience? Number two, safely process your past. In the same way that individuals who had great parents use defense mechanisms against acknowledging the bad or imperfect parts of their childhood, individuals who maybe had lousy parents have even stronger coping mechanisms or defense strategies to protect themselves, their minds, and their emotions from their pasts. This can look like minimizing, blaming, projecting, dissociating, internalizing. And let me tell you, those defense mechanisms are there for good reason. I won't get into that any further today, but those defenses can literally serve to protect us from danger. But once we grow up and are safe and on our own, our health and well-being depend on our healing and wholeness. So if you perceive your childhood as a negative experience, start by simply naming it. By just saying, you know what, my upbringing was kind of (laughs) crappy or less than ideal. And if you're able, share it with someone you trust, ideally your spouse before others, and do so safely. I say that because, again, I don't know your background as I sit on this side of the microphone, and for many of you, I'll never have the opportunity to sit with you and safely walk with you through it. But when you're ready, process it with a trusted therapist or counselor, a professional who knows how to walk with you through childhood wounds or other family of origin issues. And number three, fight for forgiveness in your heart. If you're gonna fight and wrestle through things as an adult, why not fight for forgiveness? And if you're not ready yet, I get it. But I just wanted to put this on your radar for when you are. Because here's the deal. Not only is it tempting to allow our parents to hold psychological power over our lives, but combine that with bitterness and resentment, and that makes for a pretty low quality of life. Not to mention it primes us to pass down, pass on, 
or project unresolved issues or grievances onto others. Forgiveness, on the other hand, brings life. And while forgiveness itself is another episode for another time, what I want you to know today is that it's as much for you as it is for your parents. And I would argue more for you than for your parents when it comes to your emotional and mental health. And even when, let's say, there's no possibility for reconciling your relationship for any number of reasons, forgiving your mother and father in your heart is the most honoring thing that you can do. All right, how we doing? Let me know, you guys, via email or Instagram if this is resonating with you or if these past two episodes have thrown you for a loop. I'm available for one-hour consultations over the phone or over FaceTime, something like that, as some of you have already taken me up on. And so if you have questions and more to process through and want more of a place to start, I'm happy to talk with you through that. Or if you know that you're ready to start working on these things with a trusted therapist in your area, please go ahead and do that. But you guys, no matter your upbringing, the way to honor your father and mother as adults is to assign appropriate weight to their role in your life. No more and no less. Is respect due them? Yes. Are they responsible for your existence? Yes. Did they do the best they knew how to do? or as much as they were capable of, given their state at the time? Most likely, yes. And are they human, just like you and me? You better believe it. So, to quickly recap part one and part two, what's true is that all of us have family of origin issues. If you're someone who would say, I had wonderful parents and a really good upbringing, three ways to honor your mother and father as adults are by naming what's good, honoring your individual experience, and seeing your parents as three-dimensional. And if you're someone who would say, I had lousy parents and not the best upbringing, three ways to honor your mother and father as adults are by acknowledging the good, safely processing your past, and fighting for forgiveness in your heart. And no matter which camp you identify with, please take the courageous next step to seek healing and wholeness through your story. Whether you feel the effects of your upbringing on your marriage and family now, or you're choosing to be proactive now, my encouragement to you is to find someone safe and knowledgeable to walk with you. Your action step for today is to simply make a list of all the things you appreciate about your parents and about how you were raised. Let's call it our gratitude list. And once you do that, hang on to it because I want it to serve as a reminder for you as we dive deeper into this topic through November to continue to show your parents honor, appreciation, and grace as we enter the holiday season. And my prayer for us this week is that God would bring the healing and wholeness in our lives that only He can provide. That He would begin to show us who we truly are in light of who He truly is so that our lives and relationships would be shaped accordingly, and that His grace would fill in the gaps for all the ways our parents proved extraordinarily human. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Love is not a bond.
is just as fragile as it is.